Welcome to Sexual Craftsmanship, the podcast that teaches you how to develop sexual confidence and become a better lover using a system of practice suited for dating and sex in today's world. No experience necessary. And now, here's your host, certified sex coach, sociologist, and mega nerd, Sarah Martin. Hello, craftsmen. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty well. must say it is November 19th. This is a rare occasion where I'm actually recording on the day that I'm publishing. This almost never happens. And at the same time, I'm glad it's happened today because I would like to be the first person to wish you a very happy International Men's Day. And... A lot of folks aren't aware that November 19th is International Men's Day and that this has been celebrated for a couple of decades now. And this year, there hasn't been a coordinated theme, I think, in part because the the folks who normally do organization and coordination have, as all of us have in various ways, been affected by the pandemic here in 2020. And so that means it's been up to country-level coordinators or individuals to choose how they're going to celebrate today. Part of how I'm celebrating is bringing you this episode because I think what I have to contribute here is in service to men in a big way. I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again here now, it strikes me that the world is full of really terrible sex and relationship advice for men in particular that either leans really heavily on stereotypes or places people inside of very rigid gender role boxes with a bit of what evolutionary psychobabble (laughs) thrown in for good measure or it's advice that focuses on a lot of surface level tactics to plaster over challenges and and issues without ever without ever seeking to address the root causes of these and i think this does a massive disservice to men because part of what we're looking for in this human experience is connection and pleasure in our relationships and you know if you've been listening to me for any period of time you know i rail about pickup artists often or rail against pickup artists and that's that's because in part I know them best I did my master's research about pickup artists and one thing that really struck me in working with those materials was I mean I think most people are aware that PUAs dehumanize women a bit like ooh, somebody page Captain Obvious the thing that doesn't get talked about quite so much is how those materials are really dehumanizing of men as well. And I'm frankly sick of it because men deserve a lot better than that. So in terms of presenting an alternative, what I'm sharing with you today is an excerpt from a masterclass that I delivered on Tuesday, November 17th. So in real time, that was just two days ago, where I outline a strategy that I call dignified hedonism which brings together, you know, shock, surprise, dignity and hedonism in crafting an approach towards sex and relationships that in particular works very well for 
nerds, geeks, and introverts. Though I would say that a lot of what gets covered in this strategy is really very much applicable if you're a human being who lives on Earth. <laughs> and it's also, I used a really interesting program for the rough cut edit of today's episode. It's called Descript. And it's a really interesting AI that allows you to edit audio by editing a text document. So yeah, I keep talking about it because it's it's one thing that I've interacted with recently that really makes me feel like we're living in the future and that there are exciting things happening even as things are a little bit challenging in the world right now. And in this excerpt, I'm actually walking step by step through this strategy as well as outlining for you a self-assessment that you can do as you listen to this episode, whether you're out taking a walk or you're messing around in the house you, you can do it with a pen and paper, but also just listen and think to yourself, where do I, where do I fall along each of these nine steps in the strategy? And what I'm hoping you can take away from that is some clarity about where you are right now, where your current strengths are, and where to focus first for areas of development. A few notes here at the top. If you enjoy this episode, please tell a friend about it. And be sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you do take value away from what you hear today, I would absolutely love another one of those five-star reviews and to read some of your words. It does certainly warm the cockles of my heart when those come through. And I would also encourage you today on this International Men's Day, reach out to men in your life who are important to you. Ask them how they're doing. Check in on them. See if you can offer something that will bring surprise and delight to your guy friends. It's a chance the way I always see International Men's Day. It's an opportunity to really celebrate the men in our lives as men and to recognize them and to, to bring some additional joy uh, just because. I would also encourage you to take a look into supporting organizations that are doing really important men's work in the world. There are two that I really love referring people to. The first is the Men Engage Alliance, which is actually an umbrella organization that coordinates together with men's organizations all over the world. So they are a fantastic resource to take a look at if you're wanting to support an organization that's local to you. And I also personally support the Campaign Against Living Miserably, so CALM, in the United Kingdom. Their focus is on suicide prevention among men and on men's mental health, and they're a very worthy organization indeed. So without any further ado, I am going to pass you over to learn a bit about what dignified hedonism is. Enjoy. The strategy I'm about to teach you is found by combining dignity and hedonism. Grab some paper and we're gonna dive deep into this nine step strategy and we're going to be doing the assessment of where you are right now. The way to to dignified hedonism, it's paved with three pillars, desire-led, sex-forward, 
pleasure focused hedonism guys pleasure focused what do you think happens if you're able to live a desire led and a sex forward life what do you think you get when you've got those two elements together working really well so when you've got the intersection of those two that's how you create autonomy in your sex and relationship life and when you're sex forward and pleasure focused Apart from orgasms, what else do you think that will bring into your life at that intersection? As I see it, that's the nexus of confidence. And when you're desire-led and pleasure-focused, what does that bring into your life? The way I see it, that's the pathway to calm. So each of these three pillars work together, and they all combine together to bring about dignified hedonism. Let's break this down a little bit further. Let's take a look. What are the three components of living a desire-led life? The first is to reset what you expect. The second is to define your desires. And the third element of a desire-led life is to shift your thinking. And if you're saying, these are words, but I don't know what you mean by them, don't worry. We're going to go into each one momentarily. The three elements of a sex-forward life, what are those? The first is to increase your odds. The second is to ask audaciously. And the third is to boost your boundaries. The final pillar, a pleasure-focused life, what's that made up of? You've got date yourself, prime for pleasure, and savor your sensuality. I'm gonna take you through each of these nine elements and help you to assess where you are right now. So let's dive in. Let's take a look at that desire-led pillar first. I wanna take you through this reset what you expect action step. So what challenge does this address? You've been given lots of messages about sex and relationships throughout your entire life, and many of them don't serve you. The solution to this challenge is to make these values, attitudes, and beliefs conscious and to bring them into alignment with what you actually value rather than what you've been told to value. So we're going to do a self-assessment here. I'm using a stoplight system, so red, yellow, and green. You can use whatever three colors will help you to assess in the same way. You're going to want to mark this red. If you notice yourself thinking in generalizations quite a lot, so that might sound like men do this and women do that. And if you've got no idea at all about your values, then you're going to want to mark this red. Yellow, so this middle tier, that's maybe you've taken a look at a list of values at some point and you picked out a couple that resonated with you. And while you suspect on some level that it's not as simple as men do this and women do that, you do spend a lot of time thinking about what you should do. And finally, you can mark this green if you don't give a fuck about what people say men and women should do. You know who you are what you value, and that matters more to you than some set of arbitrary rules. Are you red? Are you yellow? Are you green? 
So now define your desires. The challenge this addresses is that you grew up with the message that what you want isn't that important and it matters less than what other people want. The solution to this challenge is to discover what you want in practical, concrete terms and allow these desires to lead and motivate you. The red, if you can easily tell me what you don't want, but you struggle to say what you do want, or maybe you haven't really given much thought to what you want because you assumed it wasn't important. Either of those resonate, you're gonna to wanna to mark this one red. You're yellow in this category. If I say, what do you want or what do you desire? You might say to me, a girlfriend or sex, or you might be able to come up with some negatively phrased desires. So that could sound like, I want to stop being single or I want to stop being alone. If those resonate, then you're gonna to wanna to mark this yellow. And you are green when it comes to defining your desires. If you can directly and succinctly name your desires with some details. So an example of that, you could say something like, I want a friend with benefits or a long-term relationship. Or you might say something like, I want to incorporate kink into my relationships. Or you might say, I want to have dates <laughs> where my partner and I make pizza, play Counter-Strike and have sex. So how do you see yourself here? Are you red, yellow, green? Moving on next to shift your thinking. So what's the challenge this addresses? You've externalized the locus of power in your relationship life, and you're concerned with fitting in or not making mistakes and meeting perceived standards. The solution is to internalize the locus of power in your relationship life and focus on what helps you feel good and calm. In a way, you become intolerant of subjecting yourself to unnecessary internal pain. So you are red on this one if when you're in social situations, you worry a lot about whether you're normal. I'll let that one hang in the air for a moment. On shift your thinking, you're yellow. If when you're in social situations, you feel at ease around people you already know and trust, but you feel some pressure and awkwardness around new people. And for this one, you're green. If when you're in social situations, you check in with yourself about what you want and you leave when you feel ready. Basically, it's when you're at ease and you don't feel pressure in social situations. How are we in this group? Are we more red, yellow, green? All answers are fine, by the way. All right, so at this point, we've covered the desire-led pillar. We're gonna move next to sex forward. And the first of these is increase your odds. So what challenge does this address? You struggle to communicate with others because you missed out on implicit social skill building due either to social isolation, bullying, or because you've got a brain that's not neurotypical. The solution to this challenge is to progressively build your communication skills at the same time as taking action in your sex and relationship life. No waiting until you're perfect, leading with your existing strengths. So for this one, you are red if you struggle to make eye contact. 
or you might get tongue-tied and not know when to join in on the flow of a conversation. You overthink the text messages you send and then worry about them for a long time after. Body language is a mystery. And you have a lot of anxiety about touch, even though you really want to touch and to be touched. And flirting is confusing. That's all red. You are yellow. If you've learned a couple of maybe say pickup conversation patterns or some keynote escalation routines, so those touch escalation routines, and they've helped you, but you're still nervous about something happening that's off script. And you are green and increase your odds. If you're able to communicate confidently and with flow in written, verbal, body language, and touch communication, and you understand others when they communicate back towards you using these methods. You feel able to express yourself clearly in a variety of contexts and situations. Where are you at? Are you red? Are you yellow? Are you green? Moving on to asking audaciously. The challenge asking audaciously addresses is maybe you struggle to ask for what you want when it comes to sex and relationships in part because you feel like you don't know how. The solution to this challenge is to get to a place where you're equally okay with hearing yes or no, and then to ask with clarity. On this one, you're red. If say, for example, you have a crush on someone and maybe you have for months or for years, but you somehow just can't ask them out. Or when you're in a relationship, there are things you really want to try with your partner, but you can't figure out how to bring them up. You're yellow when it comes to asking audaciously if sometimes you're able to muster up the courage to ask what you want, but rejection still knocks the wind out of you and sometimes people get really upset by your questions. And you are green when it comes to asking audaciously. If you feel confident asking for what you want and you do so regularly as the desire arises in you. You won't always hear a yes, and not only is that fine, to you, that is great. You're actively thinking it's great to be told no sometimes. Where are you with this one? Are you red? Are you yellow? Are you green? Yeah, and if it is new for you, I can see how it can be a bit scary, and that's okay. That's really normal, and a lot of people begin there. That's part of why this is one of the nine strategies that as part of becoming a dignified hedonist. All right. And then the last on the sex forward pillar, boost your boundaries. So what challenge does this address? Throughout your life, people have taken advantage of you or pushed you to do things you didn't want to do. And you worry about potentially becoming a doormat in your relationship. The solution is to learn to identify your limits and become masterful at setting boundaries. So on this one, you're red if you're worried about getting into or are already in a relationship where your partner takes from you without giving. You're worried about or have already experienced infidelity in a relationship, and this has negatively affected your view of women in general. Or you might secretly worry if the beta bucks, alpha fucks thing might actually be true. On Boost Your Boundaries, you're yellow. If boundaries still seem like a foreign concept, 
but you have developed some ways to cope if you think someone is taking advantage of you. And most of the time that is going to be through avoidance. So your main tools look like uh, silence or sidestepping an issue or just leaving either the room during a conversation or a relationship altogether. And on Boost Your Boundaries, you're green if you don't worry about take, being taken advantage of in relationships, because if someone tries, what you're going to do. And more likely, you would never get to that point anyway, because you already would have weeded such folks out early on. So are you red? Are you yellow? Are you green? That completes the sex forward pillar. Finally, let's move on to looking at the pleasure-focused pillar and what strategies make that up. So the first one, date yourself. The challenge dating yourself addresses is if you doubt anyone will desire you, even though you deeply want to feel desired by your partner. And the solution is to cultivate desire for yourself. So to assess, you are red on date yourself if you struggle to imagine ever having sex with someone because you just don't think people see you that way, or when you're in a relationship, you worry a lot about your partner's past partners or that she will cheat on you. So if any of those resonate, then you're red on this one. For yellow, you believe your partner will desire you, but only if you're perfect or only if you're doing the right things. So you could put a lot of energy into trying to become desirable to your partners or to others, but the effects are minimal, though you did notice a significant uptick when you started dressing better. And on dating yourself, you are green if you're desirable and you don't worry about it. You treat yourself well and make time to enjoy things that are pleasurable for you. Your partner's desire is just icing on the cake, not essential to how you see yourself as a sexual being. So on your dating yourself, are you red? Are you yellow? Are you green on this one? So moving on to prime for pleasure. What challenge does this address? The world is full of terrible information and shitty advice about sex and relationships. There, I said it here, I say it pretty much everywhere. And most of this information is either fear-based, erotophobic, or leans really heavily on stereotypes. So what's the solution? It's to learn how human bodies are primed for pleasure and to make this the bedrock of your sexual expression. So on Prime for Pleasure, you are red if most of your sex education came from porn or things you heard from your peers. And you worry about whether you're manly enough, if your penis is big enough, or if you're dominant enough. And you're secretly worried about being found out as unknowledgeable or as inexperienced. On Prime for Pleasure, you're yellow. If you've read a couple of good books or listened to some podcasts or watched some YouTube videos made by sex educators, and you've got some ideas about what makes for good sex, though you're not really, you're not really sure about why things work and what to do if someone says the things that you know about don't work. And on Prime for Pleasure, you are green if you're flexible, adaptable, and confident in your ability to experience pleasure and to share pleasure with others. 
you know how the body is innervated. So innervation talks about where nerves go and how they flow through the body and how to communicate about safer sex. You're like a ninja where sexual pleasure is concerned and more than likely you own a collection of good lubes and sex toys. And we are now moving on to the final, the ninth piece of the Dignified Hedonist Strategy, and that is to savor your sensuality. So what challenge does this address? You feel disconnected from your body, or sometimes you might even feel resentful of your body. And the solution to this challenge is to connect with your body by experiencing pleasure through all five of your senses. So on savor your sensuality, you are red if, frankly, you sometimes think your body is like a cancer on your brain. You might feel let down by your body. Maybe you're worried about being too short, too tall, too fat, too skinny, too freckly, too hairy, too hairless, not muscular enough, and you see it as something that gets in the way. Uh, also, you might hate dancing because it feels awkward, and touch feels awkward too. On savor your sensuality, you're yellow. If maybe you've taken some dance classes or joined a contact improv group, or maybe you attended a tantra festival, and this has made a real difference to your relationship with your body. But you are puzzled over how to bring the magic you feel in those settings into your everyday life. And you're green. If your sensuality is as natural to you as breathing air or drinking water. You feel present in your body. It's In some ways, it's like you are your body. And you know how to tap into sensual pleasure at any time. So for this one, where are you at? Are you red? Are you yellow? Are you green? This is a powerful tool for knowing where to start and having a grip on where you're already strong when it comes to sex and relationships. And both of these pieces of knowledge are valuable to you in part because I've said it before and I'll say it again, you don't need to wait until you're perfect. And part of how you move forward, even when you're working on tuning up some things, is you work with what's already strong, what's already working well for you now. And from what I can see, there's a whole variety of experience and level of comfort here in this room today and that's really normal. Each person here is on their own individual journey. And I have seen people in my work who run the entire gamut throughout this nine-step strategy, as it were. And it's absolutely possible to start full red all the way around and to have that completely change. Thanks for listening. If you want to jump right into the sexual craftsmanship process, head on over to sexualcraftsmanship.com backslash friendzone and download your free guide to avoiding the friend zone for good, including five exact scripts you can use today.